Well, hey there, fellow Sojourners, and welcome back to another edition of Appropriating the Culture, and the first episode exclusively on our own ATC Media channels. Thanks for coming along for the ride. On today's episode, we discuss diversity on the screen with an examination of the controversy or backlash in the casting of the new Lord of the Rings series. I'm Pastor Shane, and I'll be your woke casting director today as we appropriate some culture. Now I realize that so many of you who watch this are hardcore lorder nerds. I want to talk ag and cars and you're like, no, here's a hand-drawn map of Middle-earth I did. You frickin' nerds. So I know I don't have to tell you that Amazon produced a series based loosely on the works of Tolkien called The Rings of Power, and there's been some discussion on the casting choices, like this Hollywood Reporter article entitled, A Racist Backlash to Rings of Power Puts Tolkien's Legacy into Focus. The article starts off like bad fan fiction. For a time, it seemed as though a great shadow had passed over the world and then faded, still present, though not quite as ominous. There were those who could confidently believe they were seeing progress, a fantasy, perhaps, but not one without value. Yet, there were those who sought the cover of that shadow to hide from their own insecurities, failings, uselessness. They could not conceive of the endless potential of progress, miserable little trolls left stewing in their own ugly ignorance and hatred, who sought regression, but proved too incompetent to succeed, even when emboldened by the lies from their weakened leader. Ooh, somebody took a creative writing class. But what are these miserable little trolls objecting to exactly? The most common refrain is that Tolkien didn't include people of color in his stories. Not only is this untrue, as Harfoots are described as having browner skin, but Tolkien didn't often make a point to describe skin color, though he occasionally leaned on the open-ended, fairer than. Is fair-skinned open-ended? Now, Tolkien may not have been explicit, but he was fairly explicit that the world he was creating was meant to be an English mythology, so his world is reflective of a region and a culture. And even today, England is overwhelmingly white, 84%, and only 3% is black. So even if it's not explicit, readers are probably right assuming the skin color of the characters, just like when I read samurai stories. And even if the author doesn't explicitly describe the character's skin color, I have a pretty good guess. But who cares? It's an adaptation. It's fictional characters. It's a fictional place. Really, who cares? And The Hollywood Reporter makes that argument. It would almost be laughable if it wasn't so profoundly sad. A wealth of stories and a willingness to believe in wizards, balrogs, giant spotters, and magical swords, but allow people of color to exist in Middle-earth? Well, that is an affront to all that's good and decent. At least that's the primary argument for those ruinous trolls apparently review-bombing and harassing fans of color over Amazon's Rings of Power series. Review-bombing is when people post a lot of negative reviews that have nothing to do with the actual quality of the movie or show, and has to do with cultural or political issues. But even according to The Hollywood Reporter, quote, the majority of the negative reviews, whatever the writer's private feelings, criticized the show for non-diversity reasons. They spent a billion dollars on backdrops and a film score, wrote one. The rest is slow-moving, wooden acting, and there is no reason to actually like the main characters. There is no soul to any of it. 
So, most of the negative reviews are not about the diversity of the cast. And after watching two episodes, I would put myself in that category. The cast doesn't really bother me, but the series has been incredibly underwhelming. However, I think there's more to be said for why the diverse casting ruffles some feathers, which is worth exploring. The Hollywood Reporter chalks it up to nothing but bigotry. The only reason folks have to complain about the casting choices is purely a result of bigotry, despite attempts to cover their own with claims of bad acting and not enough experience. They continue, And of course, there's the tried and true argument. People of color should make their own stories instead of inserting themselves in existing worlds, which again presumes that we don't already exist within those worlds, and that they would support those stories if we did. They wouldn't? I mean, I don't know. Black Panther was a major hit. The Rings of Power was Amazon's most-watched premiere ever, and the prequel to Game of Thrones, The House of Dragons, premiered to 10 million viewers even though they, too, had some casting that deviated from the source material. So I'm not sure that's true. But what is true is that so-called colorblind casting is becoming a trend. It's not just Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones. The Lords and Ladies of Bridgerton are quite a bit more diverse than history or reason would suggest. Same goes for Russia during the time of Catherine the Great. The personal history of David Copperfield doesn't quite match the autobiographical history of Charles Dickens, and even plain history isn't safe from a cultural makeover. Hello, cast of Hamilton. And that's all well and good, but the thing is, colorblind casting is not really colorblind because it only ever goes in one direction. Denzel Washington can play Scottish Lord Macbeth, but you're not going to see Patrick Stewart playing Othello anytime soon. James Bond can certainly be played by Idris Elba, but Shaft is not suddenly going to be played by Mark Wahlberg, though that would be awesome. And let's be real. The Hollywood Reporter, which is praising the diversity of Middle Earth, would be shrieking in rage if Wakanda was suddenly populated by a bunch of white actors. But why would that matter? Wakanda is a fictional place, right? You can have space aliens, but no white citizens in Wakanda? And the only reason you would possibly object to Ryan Gosling playing Black Panther is if you're a bigot. See, the restriction of casting only goes in one direction. It's not at all colorblind casting, and it's not meritocracy. These are decisions that are not made on the basis of quality. They're not made on the basis of history, not on the basis of source material, not on the basis of storytelling or art. It's being based solely on ideology and furthering a particular value. And that's openly acknowledged. Here's The Hollywood Reporter. If anything, Rings of Power has an opportunity to be more inclusive in future seasons. While the cast features Black, Latino, Mena, and Pacific Island actors, there is, as of now, a lack of Asian performers, which actor Ludi Lin noted last year. The source material isn't calling for more Asians, the story isn't driving that demand, and it's not merit because they're not even suggesting a particular actor or actress for a particular role. Just more Asians. Because diversity is more important than storytelling. Diversity is more important than the source material. And for people who really love the source material, that tends to upset them. The problem isn't diversity. The problem is when ideology takes preeminence over storytelling, which more often than not leads to bad art. If you're watching a movie or a television show and it's causing you to think about their casting choices, then they did a bad job casting. It's the same reason you don't want boom mics in your shot or bad CGI or continuity problems. It bumps people. It pulls them out of the story. It breaks the facade. And you'll never engross people in your story unless the suspension of disbelief holds. 
And it doesn't matter what the ideology is. Diversity is one thing, but it could be anything. Let's say ageism, right? There, there's not enough older women in films. Fair. But if you start casting 50-year-olds to play 16-year-olds, that's going to bump people. And rather than being engrossed in the story, they're going to be thinking about your casting. And as soon as the audience starts thinking about casting, then they're seeing actors, not characters. And as the old expression goes, acting is a terrible thing to watch. The objection then with Lord of the Rings may not necessarily be blatant vile racism, but an ideology that bumped an audience. It's hard to whisk people away to Middle Earth if all they're picturing is an office in Hollywood with some producer lecturing a casting director about the need and importance of diversity. Now, I bring all of this up because it's important for Christians to see this, because Christian filmmakers fall into this all the time, where the ideology becomes everything and it ruins the film. It pulls the audience out of the story. It fails to engage or engross them because they can see the facade and the manipulation of it. And you can't let the tail wag the dog. But that's not to say your films or shows shouldn't reflect an ideology. Obviously, we think that they should. And it's possible to do both well. Uh, personally, the casting of these shows didn't bump me. I'm not sure a black man is the best choice for a Scotsman, but I'm not going to turn down a performance from Denzel. It's possible to be ideologically motivated and still put out quality entertainment. But when the ideology takes center stage, the storytelling will suffer and the audience will be critical of you. Well, that's it for today. As usual, if you like what we're doing here, like, subscribe, rate, and review. You can subscribe to our YouTube page, join my author's Facebook page, follow me on the major socials, and I'll see you next week for more Appropriate in the Culture. <laughs>